You probably heard of the Freshman 15 or the Frosh 15. It's a phenomenon where college students or university students put on 15 pounds in their first year at university. And um, usually people that put on the pounds at, during their first year are living in residence. They probably have a meal plan. They're probably making uh, poor food decisions. At least that was uh, our experience or my experience going to university with people that put on that Frosh 15. I did not have the ability to do that because Ryerson didn't have any kind of campus at the time where like you could live on campus so you know when you're paying toronto rents and living in the city of toronto you don't have a lot of money left over for food so toast and peanut butter is not going to put on that much as far as um poundage but the, a lot of people can relate to the frosh 15 the freshman 15 well it looks like there is a um a study that is out that is claiming that Men actually put on the most weight before final exams are finished. Dr. Andrea Joss joins us, lead author of the Transition Study, assistant professor of the School of Kinesiology and Health Science. Welcome to the show. Good to have you on. Thank you very much for having me. And you are at York University, right? I am right now, yes. Nice. This is a new position at York? It is. So Fantastic. So I transferred from Brock. Oh, congratulations. Thank you. So what, what motivated you to study the freshman 15 or the frosh 15? <laughs> well, that's a really great question. Um, there certainly are a lot of research studies out there showing that this transition from high school to university is a time of great change. Students are living away from home, as you alluded to. Um, they're solely responsible for feeding themselves. There's a lot of social pressures to eat or not eat certain foods, there's less parental influence, lack of control, things of that nature. So we kind of wanted to get down to the bottom of how these factors are actually affecting students' food choices, and then in turn looking at how this affects body composition in particular. So what did your your findings reveal? So in terms of our findings, and just to mention, this was an exploratory study, so we can't make any cause and effect inferences here about what, you know, what one does causes weight gain per se. We were just um, looking at these factors. But essentially what we saw was that both sexes gain weight and fat over the course of the year, uh, but that males gain twice as much as females, and this was a significant difference between the two groups. Uh, we also saw that males increased their BMI, um, their body mass index, more than females, and this, this obviously relates directly to the body weight change, but uh, along with that, we also saw changes in waist circumference and body fat more so in males than in females. Um, we also saw that the diet quality of these students changed over time. So we actually didn't see a change in total calorie intake or total mm. energy intake over the year, but the types of foods that these students were consuming were different. And um, How so? Well, we showed that males uh, consumed um, less vegetables and fruits. Uh, they had a m more of an increase in cakes and donuts, fried chicken. And for both males and females, it seemed that the increase in alcohol intake, beer, liquor, wine, things of that nature, um, was increased over the course of the year and that this may have contributed to the findings that we saw. I think it's interesting. You know, we used to talk about the frosh 15 or the freshman mm -hmm. 15 yep. you know when i was in university and people would say they gained 15 i'm like it doesn't really look like you gained 15 pounds because that's a lot of weight and you're finding out that the number is much lower yeah i mean it's it's 
most of the research that's out there, and there have been meta-analyses, which is uh, a certain type of study where they combine results from many different studies that have been done. So this phenomenon has been looked at many times over the course of the years. And, you know, while it's called freshman 15, and maybe that's because, you know, those words rhyme or, like, well, not rhyme, but they, you know, the freshman 15, the F and the F, but the truth is, is that it's more closer to about, you know, four, five, six pounds that students tend to, tend to gain. So it's nowhere near 15. But, but, with that said, I still think that it is still uh, an, in, an interesting phenomenon to investigate, and there is something that is happening during these years or this year to these students, and um, it's it's a pretty robust result in that weight is gained sure. uh, during this time. Well, a lot of people go to food, you know, as comfort when they're stressed out, and it sure. can be very stress. You know, they talk about how uh, moving is one of the most stressful things that can happen in your life, but imagine leaving home. I mean, there's a lot of people that have dropped their kids off at university this week and, and, you know, this past weekend, and I've seen a lot of Facebook posts and then, you know, I cried all the way home. It's like, yeah, but your kid is left there and it seems it's very exciting, but they're still going to be, it's even though it's a good stress, it's a stress and they might turn to food. No, absolutely. And I I think what we need to do is, um, you know, we need to ensure that our students are armed with the right tools to succeed at university and overcome these challenges related to the transition. And it's and part of this is actually these soft skills. So it's not just learning knowledge in the classroom, but it's also providing them with the ability to ensure that they are their best self as they're learning in university. And, uh, you know, it may, like these these skills may need to be learned and and started uh, much earlier than just going into university. I don't know how uh, you broke things down in your study, but did you get onto the um, the question of are you living on campus or off campus? So we did ask that question to our students, right. and it turned out that uh, two-thirds or more of the participants in the research study were on campus. Right. Uh, but statistically, uh, we we did assess the results based on the different groups, and we didn't really see any differences. Now, that could have been because um, some of the groups were smaller in sample size. Like, we didn't have enough people to statistically tease out differences, potentially, mm-hmm. between the groups. That's a statistical issue. Um, but uh, most of our participants were on campus. Yeah, it's been suggested by other people that, you know, uh, maybe the young men are gaining more of the Frosh 15 because they are not at home being uh, taught how to cook. You know, that's a really interesting point. And although our study didn't directly assess the reasons why, I've had several discussions with other professors and and other folks um, in this particular field. And, you know, we can speculate Mm -hmm. as to why men may have been more prone to this particular effect. Um, Again, this is all speculation. But some of the things that have been thrown around is that, you know, potentially men don't necessarily have the same set of skills, uh, culinary skills, or, you know, those types of um, skills as 
as females do going into university. Again, that, that this may be stereotypical, but it, it, it is something that's been thrown around. The other thing is potentially men have more pressures to fit in with their friends for various reasons, right. and this may relate to the drinking that we saw more in men or, um, versus women. Um, men, we know, like re- research and statistics show that they are prone to more risky behaviors, so potentially this may have an effect there. Um, but uh, all of those factors may have contributed to what we saw here, um, the divergent results in men versus women. But, uh, um, you know, there's still a study that needs to be done to pinpoint those particular effects. Well, onward and upward with the studying. I appreciate your time today. Thank you very much. All right. Have all a right. great day. That's Dr. Andrea Jossi's lead author of the transition study and assistant professor at the, Kinesi- at the School of Kinesiology and Health Science, now uh, calling York University her home.